And we uh, got the Old and New Testament coming in the love chapter. Let's see if we can get the place in a little order. <laughs> Welcome to Walker Ministries. My God. Well, we believe in one new man in Yeshua. Jew and Gentile, the new man being revealed. So if you can remain standing for the reading of the Holy Scriptures. They list not scriptures, they're the Holy Scriptures. Good morning, good morning. I'll be reading the Old Testament coming from Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Tie them to the hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorposts of your house and your gates. And the word of the Lord is blessed. It sure is. Glory to God. We read in the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, in the Amplified, verse 3 through 6. You show that you are a letter from Christ, delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on the tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence and steadfast reliance and absolute trust that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficiently qualified in ourselves to, excuse me, to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency and qualification comes from God. He has qualified us, making us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant of salvation through Christ not of the letter of the written code, but of the spirit. For the, for the letter of the law kills, but the revealing, excuse me, by revealing sin and demanding obedience, but the spirit gives life. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Amen. 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 Glory to God. First Corinthians chapter 13. This is the love chapter. And is the foundation of this ministry what should be the foundation for all of our lives. If I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, and understand all the secret truths and mysteries and possess all knowledge. And if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food. And if I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily, 
It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect, the total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void, and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. But now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality, as in a riddle or enigma. But then, when perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part, imperfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. And so faith, hope, and love abide. Faith, conviction, and belief respecting man's relation to God and divine things. Hope, joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation and love true affection for god and man growing out of god's love for and in us these three but the greatest of these is love amen amen glory to god y'all may be seated in heavenly places <clears throat> all right man everybody looks good Woo! You know, you get that worship on, that nice worship, you feel all clean, cleansed, tears, nothing like a good cry. Y'all remember when y'all young, younger and you got that whooping boy? That... Boy, you could sleep. Man, it was good. It wasn't all bad, was it? It was good. You got to sleep good. Then you know it was bad when you did that one like this. You know, you, what do you do? Oh, it's going to be, oh, I'm going to sleep good. <laughs> Maybe some of y'all didn't get that whooping. But I did. All right. Maybe we need to administer some more whoopings. <laughs> Sam, good to see you, man. That's what I'm talking about. Walk strong in that thing, man. Boy, you want to please God? Just be faithful. You want to be faithful. You ain't, I don't know every scripture. I don't know everything. I, just be faithful. It makes, it makes us have a strong church. Y'all know I told them the strong church, right? I told them the strong minister, right? So we need to, we need to, we need to have to re, 
Go back to them. Reflect a few things. That's what I'm talking about. Stay strong, stay strong in the word. When you start hearing the words, the enemy going to come at you in all kind of ways. That's why you got to have that helmet of salvation on. See, and that's the thing. We haven't valued our salvation. No, we take for granted our salvation. Amen? Come on, I want us to be students today. I got a lot to learn. We got a lot to talk about, so you got a lot to learn. Amen? Man, good to see you, T. All right, don't good to see you, brother. All right, man. You know how family is. You, you ain't seen them in a while. You, you see them again, you be like, man, love to see y'all. See, I can't just get right into. It. I'm a pastor, so I got to come in and I got to feel the atmosphere and I got to find out what's going on, what is needed to be deposited today in the spirits of the people. Right? I don't just come in and just start talking. And, and I, oh, I got been working all week on this. God ain't worried about that. He's not impressed. What's he impressed about? Am I yielded to the needs of the people? Well, we crack open the scrolls. Let's make sure I cater to the needs of the people first. See, it's very few pastors. See, they, they worried about the money. They worried about the, how many people come in. I'm not worried about, I'm worried about your final destination. That's what he's going to be. That's what I'm going to have to stand before him and say, did you take an account? Did you preach exactly what I told you? Or did you do what you wanted to do? It's happening all over. See, and then the people are suffering. Then their needs aren't being met. If you're sinning, I need to tell you that you're sinning. And I, if you have another God, I need to tell you, you got another God. See, this thing is real because one day that heart that's beating in your chest right now is going to stop. Boom. Now, you can't say you didn't hear. Because God is recording everything. Just like your subconscious does. It records everything it takes in, everything that you've ever experienced in time. God, he built you. He built you fearfully and wonderfully. Stay attention. Stay, 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 stay focused. Don't miss nothing. If I love you, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. If I don't love you, you're going to let, just do what you want to do. I mean, that's, that's called lawlessness. That's what the world does. They don't want anyone to tell them what to do. They don't want to have any commitment. They don't want to submit under anything. See, that's pride. <laughs> I, just, I, I love functioning in my call, in my work. I, if you, you can't shepherd if you don't like people. <laughs> you can't shepherd. You can't shepherd if you're afraid of the wolf. You can't shepherd. <laughs> okay. All right. You can't shepherd if you're afraid of that. And then a real pastor, because he's been tending to you and caring for you, he should see the call on your life. Not that he got to tell you what it is. He should see it. And if he see you going toward it, then now, you know, I can pray about some things. You know, 
What's your call? The Bible says that you're to make that election sure. You know? I was internalizing a couple of things you said on Friday, uh, Shaft, and it was good. I was listening uh, for the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we listen, we listen to people. I want to listen to the Holy Spirit. You can do that. And God will meet you at your need. If you let him. If you let him, he'll meet you at your need. So you can have be an awesome evangelist. Well, there's going to be some traits of what you're doing now. I'm going here, I'm going there. But okay, let's, let's bring it into alignment now. See, a lot, a lot of times we, we, it's our time but not our turn. That's, that happens a lot of times. That's like, okay, I told you, when you, you get on a jet, you got you know, a plane, you got, you got four planes on the time mark, right? Yeah. And, and it's time, to, your departure time is such and such, right? Yeah. But you're fourth in line. It's your time, but yet it's not your turn yet. So a lot of times we take off before it's our turn. So you need a pastor, you need a teacher to help you develop, to get you on the right time clock. If you're going to depart, you only can depart in one direction. You can't depart in four different directions. Amen? Holy Spirit runs this thing. You let him. So you got to hear the shepherd's heart for you. The shepherd heart is never against you. Y'all hear me? The shepherd heart is never against you. It's always for you. What's best for you? Because a lot of times you don't know what's best for you. Well, if I didn't have know what was best for you, I'm not in my call. Just like a father. He should know what's best for his family. You don't give them what they want. You give them what they need. So I want to make sure I'm giving you what you need, what you need to be hearing. You got a gift. If you're an advantage, let's develop that thing. Well, to develop that, then you're going to have to submit. And you're going to have to commit to a place of teaching. Amen. Get me to from yesterday. A woman of war yesterday was. If you feel anything in here, it's the residue from yesterday. Man, man, man. My thing is, let me help develop you. Let me help develop you. Hello? Over there. Don't let me help develop you. Okay? Let me help develop you, Eric. Let me help develop you. Well, the only way I can help develop you is that at some point, you're going to have to submit. It's like a person come to counseling, and you want to counsel them. You're there for counseling, yet you won't tell them everything. How can I help you? Or how can you get help if you're not vulnerable or you're not exposed? You can't. It, it won't happen. Then you don't want help. Thou should have no other gods before me. 
You can't bring another God alongside me, he said. That's what we do. Y'all hear me? Let the word transform you. The Bible said that your mind needs to be renewed. Best way to know that somebody is, is really ministering to you, give them eye contact. Don't be afraid. I'm talking to you. Look up at me. See, when a person talks to you and they don't look at you, you can't trust them. See, y'all don't know how to discern certain things. I'm talking to you looking away all over the place. That means you have an issue with trust. Because you know if I look at you, I'm going to see you. Uh, you got to walk in this thing. <laughs> have y'all seen real pastors? Yes, right here. It's the problem. But see, <laughs> we ain't seen real pastors. I'm supposed to come in and just jump into the word. Turn from here we go. Now, wait a minute. I deal with some things in the atmosphere before I move on. <laughs> see, I know I got prophets praying for me back there. Thank you. Keep me covered. Keep me covered. Keep me covered, man. You start exposing the enemy. Ain't nobody mad but, but the devil for real. Yeah. See, you should know that I love you. Yeah. You should know that I love you. This is, as a job, as a shepherd, you have to love the sheep. That's right. You can't do it. See, the enemy, come on now. The enemy sit right, right here and talk to you. He ain't talking to me. I ain't, this is the last time I'm coming. This is it. See, that's the enemy right there. See, now he loves you. Now he's going to lead you to a place. You serve God. You serve God alone. I told last week, you got to know when there's an idol in front of you. Anything you put before God, I don't care, friends, family, job, whatever. If you put that before God, you are in adultery. And God is not about adultery. He's like, I'm God. Now, if you follow me, I'll help you. I'll help you prioritize your other things. But I need to be your focus. If you're a father and a father to be, you're going to need God to help you focus. You're going to need that. You're going, to need, you're going to need a spiritual father. You're here because God has called you. He said, I've placed you in this place, in the body. Yeah. Amen? Amen? If you got something before that you do before you do God, then you are in adultery. And that is against God. You're not, you're not his child. See, and then what we do is that I told you it's called amalgamation. We try to, we, we don't want to get rid of God. I'll come to church, but I'll come when I want. See, because I'm going to do other things. Come on, y'all. Y'all don't, don't look at me like this. I'm going to be real. Y'all want me to sit up here and lie? I ain't going to lie. I'm giving you something that you need to grow. Spiritually, because that flesh that you're in right now is going to die one day. It's getting older right now. The truth of it is you need Yeshua. Do y'all know every time, see, what concept, if every time that you say, how many y'all just say, and, the, and, the, and Jesus did this, and 
Jesus did and, and Peter laid his head upon Jesus. And See, what we don't understand, Jesus is what? It's a translation. His name is Yeshua, and Shua, Yeshua means what? And he laid his head upon salvation. And they walked with salvation. And salvation taught them. See, but we don't look at the word like that. His name is salvation. And, and when you owe Jesus, oh, what you're saying is owe salvation. See, but we, we don't understand. We, our mindset is not focused on it. Every time you say Jesus, every time you see it in the Bible, it's salvation. So you're calling upon salvation. You're looking upon salvation. And salvation walk with them. And salvation beckon him to come. Peter, come. See, in his salvation... Oh, God, so salvation just been calling you. That's his name. And it means salvation. So think about every time you read now. And Jesus, Yeshua and salvation. Salvation is what's been calling you. And you've been saying his name too. Just like every time you see dedication, dedication in the Bible, they dedicated the temple and they dedicated this. They Hanuk, they was Hanukkah. If the word is Hanukkah, Hanuk, Hanukkah, that's what it is. It's not, it's not what you think as a holiday. It was dedication. And they Hanuk the temple. And they Hanuk the temple. It was, and they what? Dedicated. And you have been Hanukkah. You have dedicated your life. That's what the word means. Our understanding of scripture. See, this is how we can get the false teachers and false prophets in the body of Christ. Powerful thing is when a man realizes that he has a God and that he's not. You're a son of God. <sighs> Powerful thing is when a man has realized that he has a God, the God, and he's not. You can't be a son if you're God. I'm a son of God. I'm a son. See, that's a whole different meaning. It's a whole meaning. meaning. It's a whole different <laughs> I know that right, teacher. And then he, see, then you read the scripture, and the, ye are gods. Yeah, sons of God. Because the earth is in travail for the sons of God to be revealed. You can't worship God until you know who you are. Once you know who you are, oh, you're going to know who he is. See, we try to find who he is, then we don't know who we are. No, that's the wrong way. Yeah. You need to know who you are because you're his creation. Mm -hmm. Now I know who he is. Oh, oh I am the creation. Woo! Oh, my God. Woo! <laughs> Another thing I want to help y'all with. Some of y'all, some of y'all, y'all, just feel me before I get into the teaching, all right? 
I'm teaching now. I'm, oh, excuse me. I let Holy Spirit teach. Put God first. Put him first in everything you do. He said, acknowledge me what? In all of your ways. <laughs> What's that? That's right. Go ahead. Finish the rest, minister. And he said, he'll direct your path. So if he's, if you trusting in him, he's going to lead you right here. Okay. He is. We come to Walker Ministry because my wife and I, we have submitted to God's will. To serve him, as they say, proper. To serve him proper. Say it properly. Say it. Say it. And I told my wife when I came to Christ and I found out there was different factions of, of Christ, different denominations and all this. And I, I came out of the world. I came out. And, and then to bring me into a place where there was no power. I've been upset with her. I said, I said, yeah, you know, I mean, you could have put me in, you know, a nice, quiet Methodist church. Well, I could still just been me. Instead of bringing me to a place where I need to be confronted with me. I'm supposed to be a saint now, not a sinner. I'm no longer habitually practicing, partaking in sin. This is what a shepherd does. If you're not devout, devoted, disciplined, I love that. I love that. I am a very, I'm, matter of fact, I'm self-disciplined. No, nobody got to tell me. Man, See, that's a different level of self-discipline. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That means you can police yourself. You can't police yourself if you're not disciplined because you allow and you don't know what is right. You cannot tell what is good and acceptable will of God. And his will is not for you to have another God in his place or alongside of him. Or that you practice sin. Man, I'm listening to a lot of stuff and I hear a lot of preachers and high level preachers. And he said, if you carry my name and they hate it, me, they're going to hate you. They're going to hate you too. Right? So how can I be love as America's preacher? I'm loved by the whole America. I'm America's preacher. The Bible says that If I bear his name, if I truly bear his name, they're going to hate me. That's right. Maybe I don't truly bear his name. So they love me. I'm talking about false teachers and false prophets. See, y'all, if they just, oh, just love you. They just love you. Oh, he speaks so nice. He, he, doesn't, he don't rock the boat. 
We don't even we don't even have a cross up in. We don't even have we don't even have Holy. We don't even mention Holy Spirit. What am I doing? I'm getting acceptance of what? The world. He said, if America's preacher, <laughs> loved by all nations. Oh, he said, you're going to, they're going to hate you. It's just, it's no different than when you come to Walker Ministry and, or it's other ministries. It's other, it ain't just Walker Ministries. We're not a perfect ministry, and we don't ever want to come off like that, and I don't want you to come back. But if you are just doing what's right, then it's right. That's right. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. I, I could love Jesus on the 25th of December, just like I could love him on the 23rd. That's right. Where's the spirit now of giving? Uh, Where's it at? And how is it, if you watch that movie Zeitgeist, how is it that every deity in Egypt's birthday is what? December 25th. Yeah, sure yeah. Something, <laughs> this is another thing. When it comes to, it's called Zeitgeist, but it's old. It's, but if you coming to Christ, what, what I want most of, what I do, it's okay to know fixed points of reference of every religion. But don't stay there because you need to stay in tune with yours, what, what the word of God says. Okay, so then you'll be able to identify, you know, most of the stuff that I hear in church today. That's not word of faith. No, that's not word of that's That's not it. It's, it's packaged as that. But that's not what it is. It's any Eastern philosophies just like the book the secret how many of y'all read the secret mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well the word said he gonna shout it on the route on the rooftop it's not a secret uh-huh. go shout it off the right it's not a secret okay and it's good i'm glad that y'all read it and you know what you need to because you're gonna see now the counterfeit you're gonna see there's a form of god you're gonna see the twisting of scripture now finish it out now take it in context in the universe or bring it to you see y'all, I mean y'all got to hear how you're being duped because you don't know your word sounds just like doctrine that's called dogma sounds just like doctrine and fool all y'all I had my uncle on too I used to go to the enrichment center empowerment center too I used to know, oh, it's Kimmett New. I used to learn Dr. Yusuf. I went all into there. Still was broke. Still was a sinner. With all that knowledge. See, with all that knowledge. Earthly knowledge, but not heavenly knowledge. It wasn't revelation. Just information. And if you got the right information, I can redirect you to any place I want. 
and you think you got knowledge, KRS-One. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't fooled by none of this stuff. See, when you've been in it, see, I'm teaching y'all right now about false prophets and false teachers, but I got to start at the ground level. Then I got to teach you before I go there, before we go in there, teach you what it says about mocking them. Okay. <laughs> see how it is? We, so bad. They just want to come here, Pastor. Just go ahead and teach. Don't get in my life right now. I have to. I have to. I have to get into your life. And you shouldn't want to do anything other. Once you come to Christ, you shouldn't want to do the things that you did before. And you can't do the things that you did before. Other than that, you're not in the kingdom. Y'all think I want to let that point go? Heck no. Shoot. Memberships. All that. See, this is what I like to expose the enemy. When he ain't got no hold on you no more, I just hate. Ain't no shame. Because some of you are doing it now. <laughs> I'm sorry, T. I'm going to do I can't help but be who I am. All right, she's like, I'm taking some notes. I got a few pass. I got a few notes. I'm just, and this is the thing, see? And that's, it. that's what I loved Cindy yesterday. Oh, y'all don't understand what she did. This, this, is, this is Melvin's sister, one of them. This is Cindy. And she said she was ashamed of her testimony. And her testimony is that she was, I want to say this eloquently. She was addicted to crack, drugs. Shame to testify, and she's been delivered for years. Yet, the Bible says you're overcome by the words of your testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Your testimony is that you got Yeshua, salvation. That's your testimony. It said by the blood of the Lamb. Not you, the Lamb. See, and that's a lot of us don't want to testify. I was hooked on this, and I'm going to expose the enemy. Because, see, my brother love me, and they got flesh, and they know exactly what I'm going through. So ain't no shame, no condemnation there, but I'm going to shame that devil right now and tell him what I was. That's how you, so that's how you get free, Cindy. I'm back in the back crying. I'm just, I'm turned up to hear the release of that shame. So y'all won't testify what you've been delivering. Or you won't even testify what you're struggling with. Because you think somebody's going to look at you some kind of way. How dare us? We should be ones like we understand exactly what your struggle is. Can't look at you no kind of way. That's the fleshly man. But love, it, 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 it holds up under everything. You won't even give me a chance to operate in my love for you. Bears under everything. It never becomes obsolete. It can't wear out. And it never fails. Woo. Up here, people, you, you can't, that's why the altar is here. But you won't take advantage of the altar. They're going to believe what I did. I went to the altar four times to get that demon off my back. Said, you are delivered. The first time you went, you just didn't believe it. 
มเมนเนี่ยโอเคฮะโอเค then we'll help y'all one more thing before we get into the teaching see this is what I wrote you told me right here I wrote it here it's in Sanskrit you won't be able to understand it <laughs> Paleo Hebrew Now I need who to receive this. I need you to receive this. I need you to receive this. If you've been struggling with things with your marriage, your family, your relationships, your husband, your wives, and see, this is what we. I need y'all to really get this. Don't just hear it. I need you to really hear it. It's real simple. I heard it yesterday. See. See, I got to call a person out, but I need the rest attached to it. Yeah. Know that your believing is not in vain. Uh. No, no, no. I, I, I want to make sure you got this. I'm going to make sure you got this. I need you to know. See, we, see you got to listen to what he's saying. See, this, see when you're frustrated and struck because your, your faith and now belief is in that person or that situation, not God. Now, that is in vain. Yes, my Lord, my Lord. That's, that is in vain. Knowing that you're believing. Knowing that you're believing. See, this goes over the situation. This goes over the husband, over the wife, over the children. It goes over that situation. No, you're believing. It's not in vain. I'm going to come back in the back because I don't know if everybody got what I said. You're believing. You're believing. Your believing is not in vain. Your believing is not in vain. Your believing. Celeste. Star. No, y'all gonna miss it before I get into the teaching. Cindy. See, see, the steps of a good man are ordered. If you had not come where you needed to come yesterday, which broke everything loose for your life, for your family, see, that's your believing. Sometimes we need a little aid to redirect us to what you should be doing, not what you want. See how we're all attached? So yesterday, God had already written in the, in the in before time, your deliverance and your exposure was yesterday. But because we have our own will and no one there to help you, you could have went on off. And that day that was already ordained. See, that's why you cannot go over the will of God. Amen. And then if you look at your sister as your sister, you won't see her as God sees her. Amen. Woo. See, I love the way T, T received that word. She's like, oh, mm, that thing done hit him. 
This is what he said. He said, no. Be assured. See, see, even our belief can be distracted to things and people. And no, no, no. He said, you're believing. He said, know that you're believing is not in vain. Oh, y'all need, somebody need to tweet that. <laughs> write that down. Did anybody write that down? See, I hear that one in the heart. See, this got to help you with this, what you see. See, you know, as they say, believing is seeing, right? Seeing is believing. Not in the kingdom. When God said no something, that means you have a right. Know that you're believing is not in vain. See, you look at it what you're believing for. That's why you are let down. That's why you're hurt. That's why you don't want to do it anymore. No, your believing should be in him. It's not in that husband. It's not in that wife. It's not in that child. It's not in that job. Oh, see, that's what he said right there. No. Ah, he said, know it. That your believing is not in vain. That means it is actually producing what it's supposed to. If I never see it. See, that's why the Hebrew boys was in there and y'all miss it every time. Didn't we throw three in there? But yet I see four. And one looks like what? Son of man up in there. And if we go in, if we, and if we don't come out, that still don't mean he ain't God. See, that's believing, not what you're seeing. And that's what it's always trying to get you to do is to see instead of to know. That's why he said, know that your believing is not in vain. Catch that, Q. Okay, then I guess we can go on. I guess, I, I guess we can <laughs> go to God. Now that came yesterday, Cindy, when deliverance was going on in here. Oh, the presence of God is here. Let me get in my closet right quick. What are you saying? What are you saying? I don't need nothing for me. What do you want for the people? See, a lot of times we miss the move of God because we do other things. We do other, we do what we want to do. See, and then we convince ourselves what we want to do is best. If it doesn't line up with God, it's not. What we haven't become is a good judge of what is good and what is evil. And you're supposed to know what good is. You're supposed to know that. That's why you need a shepherd to help you. Help them gifts inside of you. Stir them up. Some of it has been dormant too long. 
Oh man, I got so much. Teacher, go ahead. I, I'm with you. I'm letting the Holy Spirit run this show. I ain't running it. Go ahead. What you got? We can, we, I'm good. I got my sword. Ready. Oh, God. This is just really quick now, sir. Yes, ma'am. I mean, you look so good. Can I stand beside you? <laughs> just looking at yourself. Amen. We are one. Echad. Come on. Say it one time. Echad. Echad. That means oneness. Amen. A one, one unit. Amen. Come on. I don't want us to miss, Pastor, because, I mean, my mind is really blown. When he said, you're believing, it's your believing mm -hmm. in him and God. He said, you're believing and him is not in vain. Mm -mm. Minister Brian, not, see, because <laughs> if you're really believing, Mm -hmm. mm. If you really are, if you really are believing, you don't you're not distracted by you what you see. Amen, teacher. <laughs> because he has deposited something in my inner man that I know. So I'm not shaken by what I see or how I feel because. Hey. He's placed in me a knowing. See, even if what you are believing, when it concerns a person, mm -hmm. come on, hey, and they they don't become what you're believing. Come on, teacher. God' word is true. true. Woo. Woo. Because he cannot override man's will. So don't be discouraged. <laughs> if the person still don't become mm -hmm. what they have said they are going to become. Mm. Because God's word is still true. Mm. This is mm. why you are believing. Come on, teacher. Okay. See, it's a mission. It's an assignment that God has given you. This is why you are spiritually grieving because of what you're believing. That's right. Come on. <laughs> know that it should be a spiritual grieving, not a carnal frustration and irritation. But I'm grieving spiritually because this is what God has given me, and I believe it. Come on. So even, this is why when they went in with the Hebrew boys, he said, I believe God, even if we don't, don't come, come out. out. Yeah. Just I know not God. he's able to save us. Yes. <laughs> yes, you even are. if we're consuming the fire. Come on, I now. know he's still God. because of who he is, he's able and he's still God, even if I'm consuming this fire. See, his mission and God's purpose, Ashanti, is still going to be revealed in your life. But your prayer should be I would desire most wholeheartedly that you come with me. 
See, because he's going to, what God has called, because this is spiritual, it has to come to pass, fee. But God desires, Greg, <laughs> that you come wholeheartedly, because if not, <laughs> she has to have a man of God. A genuine, bona fide man of God. Because if you don't submit a hundred percent to the call of the mission, it has to go forth with or without you. See, this is a hard saying. It's a hard saying. God hates divorce. But if you have said that I'm a man and woman of God, and God has joined us. See, this is what God says. He says, what I have put together. Let no man put asunder. But it has to be that God has put together. It has to be a true conversion. Husband, wives, it has to be true. See, this is spiritual. It has to. Your marriage is a ministry. It didn't stop the kingdom being advanced because Judah, Judas betrayed him. He had to be replaced. Didn't stop the mission. It didn't stop the mission. See, he's saying if you were with me, you would never left me. You can't depart from what you was never a part of. Well, glory to God. Woo. I love it. I love it. I, I love I love when teachers up, I can well, I can just hear God. And it works the vice versa as well. Y'all want to know what I heard? Y'all want to know what I heard? Y'all want to know what I heard? Who the people want to know? Right. I'm sorry. Eric, come here. Dalton, come here. Move that back. Y'all see that? They know exactly what to do. I didn't tell them anything that I just put my hand out and they knew exactly what to do. Y'all want to see prayer answered? This is prayer being answered. Because I know their wives are praying for them. I know their wives are praying for them. Now walk with me. Now walk with me. This one, walk right here. We're going to walk around this corner right here, Dalton. You're going to walk right here. I'm feeling a little weak. I'm feeling a little weak. Y'all, okay, there you go. All right, I'm, I'm feeling a little weak. Y'all walking, y'all got me? Y'all got me? All right, you got me? Now, if y'all feel, one of y'all feeling weak, guess what I'm going to do? Hell, get over here. Hell, come on over here. Come on over here. Grab on. You know what to do. If you're feeling weak, all right. Oh, I'm feeling weak again. Oh, they got me. Woo, all right. Made your load a little lighter. 
Major Lord a little lighter there. Let's walk around here one more time. One more time. We're going to do it skillfully. Skillfully. We're going to do it here. All right. There we go. Right there. This how God sees us. Right here. Oh, now we strong. Now he's strong. Now we got help. Amen? Amen. Come on. This is what God's saying to me at this moment. And it's open for some more links, too. For more men to get linked up, too. I'm just using this as an example. I'm doing what God said. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all may be seated up in here. Love y'all, man. Love you, man. Oh, that's all you got. See, you know what to do. You know what to do. Hit my mother podium right here. See, it's already in you. It's already in you. Mm-mm. See, I didn't even bring in the element of intercession behind us. That's the woman's job. Woo! Okay. Oh my God. Oh. See, I'm gonna be bold with mine. I'm not gonna. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You, I'm not gonna sit here vicarious and just let you go through the cracks. That, that's not my job. I haven't taken account for your soul. Amen. Amen. I gotta take account for your soul. You should want to do this. Everybody needs to be delivered. All of us have to be delivered. And then you got to maintain your deliverance. That means you got to participate in your own deliverance. Come selfless. Come dependent on God. See, you got to tell a man know what to do. That's what salvation is doing. It's doing the same thing. Jesus. And you knew exactly what to do. It was there. Now link up. It don't have to be two in the field and one taken. It can be both. Taken. See, but y'all problem think the taken is heaven. <laughs> mm -hmm. See, you got to be careful. You got to know how false doctrine gets snuck into the church. So easy. Sound just like the word. That's how you've been deceived about what the word is. And what you're supposed to do with the var. Mm, the word. You have to do something with the word. <laughs> Woo, my goodness. <sighs> Come on, minister. It's good to be delivered, ain't it? My God. Woo, ain't nobody mad except the devil. This is life. This is the real life in Christ. Outside is desolation. Outside is your way, not Yahweh. Here we go. Let's look at, let's look at something real quick here. Before, you know, we're going to get into false teaching, false prophets, 
I want to make sure. See, as the congregation, there, there's wheat and there's tear amongst us. Because where the word is sown, it shall be wheat and tear. They're going to grow together. Amen? Amen? And when you come to God, he don't make you weird. Make you supernatural. But he don't make you weird. Amen? Amen. <laughs> weird people. God is good. Go to Romans. Chapter 16. Seventeen. Amplify. And it so reads, I appeal to you, brethren, to be on your guard concerning those who create dissensions and difficulties and cause divisions in opposition to the doctrine, the teaching which you have been taught. Mm. I warn you to turn aside from them, to avoid them. God. God. Oh, okay. Maybe y'all. Let's see that one more time. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I, I appeal to you, brethren. He's pleading. To be on your guard concerning those who create dissensions and difficulties and cause divisions in opposition to the doctrine, the teaching which you have been taught. Hmm. I warn you to turn aside from them, to avoid them. Wow. Whew. See, when you got that harmony in the body of Christ, this is what's going to pop up. And I know the scripture I gave you all about what you said, that foe is in your own home. Mm, that's a, that is just bad right there. Is the word true? Because some of us know that. Okay, all right. Okay, I got some agreement, dynamic agreement on that one. All right. Do, do you know more than love in the Bible? It is spoken of false teachers and false prophets. More than love in the Bible. So it, is, it would behoove us to really know what sound doctrine is. See, what the problem is, T, is that we hear sound doctrine, but it has to coexist with sound living. Oh, my God. So we can get a lot of sound doctrine. It's not activated until it's applied and lived out. Sound teaching. Well, if I'm soundly teaching you, then you're going to be producing. It's going to be seen that you've been taught. Yes. Amen? Amen. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Sound doctrine. More than love has been preached on in the Bible about false teaching and false prophets. Mm, mm, mm. Bye. <laughs> Glory to God. 
So let's look at this real quickly. I got a lot, and I'm not going to rush through it. I'll, I'll do it as long as uh, whenever. All right. It's just too much. Um, decisiveness and evil are always a threat to the local church. See, see people just do somebody go in and start talking about false prophet and teacher. I could do that too, but just gotta identify a few things too. You know, it's what happens in the wake of it and how does it creep in because you have not been watching. Okay. Twisting of the scripture. Divisiveness and evil are always a threat to the local church. The reason can simply be stated, people have problems. <laughs> Even believers. The fact that we live in a corrupt and deprived world means that people become disgruntled, disappointed, unhappy, selfish, sinful, and in some cases, downright evil. Even the strongest believers, even the strongest believers become contaminated with corruption by having to live in the very air of the sinful world. It's in my notes. Mm-hmm. Bound to get on you. That's why you have to be sealed in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, amen. All right. You'll be looking at the world and saying, why don't you have this? Uh, okay. I'm going to hear It is because of this. Paul warned the church and its believers, mark division or divisive people, for they are a constant threat to the church. Mm-mm-mm. It is because Paul warned the church and its believers, marked decisive or divisive people, for they are a constant threat to the church. A constant threat. Okay? Before we get into that, see, what I'm doing is just serving notice. See, but, but y'all think I'm just talking about here. No, if I'm speaking, I'm, we're part of the body. I'm speaking spiritually to all the other churches. Right from here. Sound like prayer. Mm. Okay, because we should want. Okay, I, I won't go into it yet with the pruning. Okay. There has to be a pruning. It's, it can't grow. You can't grow. Unless you break off the old habits, the old things. Then it, Okay. Right. It has to be a pruning. Amen. Woo. Shake. You say everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And be falling off, right? Mark divisive people and avoid them. This warning is abruptly, it abruptly cuts into Paul's greeting at the Roman church. Paul is greeting various believers in the church. I like to give y'all background from uh, various, uh, greeting various believers in the church whom he has met on the travels throughout the world, all of a sudden, he's, in, he's interrupts. He's interrupted. He, he interrupts his greeting and issues a severe warning right in the middle, like, how you doing? How you doing? Hold on. Uh, 
Hold on, hold on. I'm discerning something here. This is what Paul is. This is what's happening right in the middle of that, of his greeting the people. The abrupt interruption. Oh, like I said, he issued a severe warning. The abrupt interruption is not an afterthought. It is the final exhortation needed by a strong church, an exhortation against an event that is bound to happen, the seeping in of divisive people. A divisive person is a person who grumbles, who complains, who criticizes, who murmurs, who gossips, who causes strife, Mm-mm. is argumentative, mm-hmm. acts out of pride. See how that? Acts out of pride, is ambitious, or self, uh, or selfishness. He, he is unloving. Isn't that something? I know the husband is the one that really teaches love in the family. So he's got to be abundantly adorned with love in his heart. Hmm. Just like the heavenly father teaches. Okay, amen, amen. Now the woman, she's the nurturer. She's the nurturer. She enforces what the authority has spoken. Okay, see, that's how husband and wife supposed to work in the family. The, the, the husband gives the verdict, and she comes behind and does what, teacher? Enforces it. Not go against. Okay. Woo. That's right. Because she can see. And he has vision. Now put them together. Okay. Here we won't do that. See, we don't know how to work. Husband and wife, you're just winging it. You can't wing it. You can't wing it. See, it's good to have instruction. That's what teaching, that's what Torah means. Teaching and instruction for your life. Wisdom, how to skillfully maneuver through life. Skillfully. Too much drag. When you got drag on your life, you can't flow. All right. You need to be aerodynamic. Cut that drag down. <laughs> the most effective way for Satan to get a foothold into a strong church is to quietly and insidiously move a divisive person into some teaching or leadership position. That's why teaching I got, we got to be on point. Now, we called you, that's why we did ministers and inspiring ministers, okay? Because the inspiring minister got to decide, do you really believe and want to accept that call? Because everything is going to be required. Because I give everything. And I shouldn't ask for more than what I'm willing to do, Right? If I come in and say, hey, look, uh, uh, can you clean the bathroom? I've cleaned the bathroom plenty of times. And y'all know it. I'm not above. Y'all got to take the vacuum from me. Pastor, we'll do it. No, I'll do it. Nothing wrong with my hands. All the priests took care of the temple. 
Okay. <laughs> Nobody. Okay. I won't even go there. That's a whole nother issue. Should want to. This is your portion. My God. Servitude. Here we go. The most effective way for Satan to get a foothold into a strong church. Listen to that. Into a strong church is to quietly, insidiously move a divisive person into some teaching position or leadership. When he can influence immature believers. You got to watch this. That's why you can't just put everybody in everything and do everything. Walker mentioned, I'd like you to just come and sit. Sit under it before you decide for a while. Because, you know, everything is just great and great, but then there's going to be a requirement. Most churches, you can just come, but there's no requirement that you do anything with your life. Okay. So, here we go. Wait, Pastor, I'm going to ring the bell. All right. Paul knew this, so he left a warning until the end of this letter. It is a warning that must be heeded by a strong church if it is to keep its witness of the Lord. Mm-mm-mm. There are three reasons why a divisive person must be marked and avoided. Y'all want to know what they are? Okay. A divisive person causes division and lays stumbling blocks in the way of growth. Mm-hmm. Do an audit. Make sure I'm not a stumbling block. Okay. And if I pray for you and you feel funny when you leave, something's wrong with that picture. Maybe you're supposed to pray it in your closet and not in the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful. It's so easy. And I can see a lot of false teachers and prophets, how they are, how they are lulled into this. Because most of the time, they always start off very committed, very good. And then later on, there's the lights and the cameras and the accolades and all these title of trappings. Get that man or woman of God or the prophet or the teacher. They lose themselves in their call. Oh, you can see it all over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I got a helipad in my front yard, I've lost myself. (laughs) Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. See, See, this is the issue. It's nothing wrong with riches. It's nothing wrong with money. It's the deceitfulness of it. The Bible said money answers all things, but it's the deceitfulness of it. You can't serve God and man. You can't do both. One you're going to love, the other one you're going to hate. Seekfulness. That's a whole nother teaching. Okay. The word divisive. Oh, let me go here. Let me go here. A divisive person causes division and lays stumbling blocks in the way of growth. Okay. Actually, what, what it said is a divisive person acts contrary to the doctrine which believers have learned. He causes or she causes division and offends. See, you got to lay down some groundwork first before we go in and to identify what is really 
happening here? Laying down stumbling blocks. Well, you do that with your words. Hmm. At contrary to the doctrine which you've learned. So if you have learned it, that means you're actually doing it. This is why he said, don't be a hearer only and not a doer of it. You have to, once you hear the doctrine, then you have to live the doctrine. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Okay. The word division or div uh, uh, I'm going to say division. The word division means standing apart, being separate, causing cleavage. The word offends means laying oh, a stumbling block in someone's way. Did y'all hear that? The word offense Listen to that. The word offense means laying a stumbling block in someone's path or someone's way or causing someone to fall. See, I see that offensive. See, this is why, like, when I pray, you want to be on the offense to the enemy. That's right. Did y'all get that? All right causes someone to fall the, div the divisive person acts contrary to the doctrine which believers have learned the doctrine of God and Christ is simply stated oh, we're going to be word heavy uh, go to John first John first John Three, twenty-three. Amen. The doctrine of God in Christ is simply stated. First John three twenty-three says, "And this is His order, His command, His injunction, that we should believe in, mm. put our faith and trust in, mm. and adhere to, and rely on." The name of his son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and that we should love one another just as he has commanded us. Ooh, that's the doctrine of Jesus Christ, that you are to what? Believe on his name. And what is his name? Yes, salvation. Salvation. Oh, oh, I just want y'all to really get a revelation of salvation and his name. See, when, when I read it now, I read it differently. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and salvation came unto his own, and they received him not. See, yeah, it puts a different light on your understanding of his name. How excellent is his name. Woo! His okay, here we go. Woo, okay. Genuine believers have trusted God's son. They have accepted Christ as their Lord, given all they are and have to him. Have y'all done that? Check that off. 
Mm, got like a few people. They have accepted. You have accepted Christ, right? That means you're giving all that you are and all that you have to him. Holding nothing back. I'm just saying, are we, have we done this? Okay. Mm. So it shouldn't be a problem. Okay. You're doing your stewardship. Here we go. I've given all to him everything I have. All right. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Giving all that I have to him. And they do love one another. Oh, there's the other part. Are you loving one another? Having committed their lives to carry the doctrine of Christ. Ooh, to carry the doctrine of salvation to the world. Okay. All right. So y'all got that checklist all? You're giving everything of you to him. Right? This teaching and instruction right now. And that you love one another. Ain't that what love said it does? Love one another. Love is not complete until it's shared. That's how you know it's okay. Having committed, uh oh, here we go, their lives to carry the doctrine of Christ to the world. There's your evangelism. All right? Get proper training first. The Bible said you are to have a answer, a word for every occasion. Mm hmm. So anything that I come across, any person I come across, any situation, I should have a word for it. That means to the Muslim. That means to the Jehovah Witness. That means to the Zen Buddhist, the Scientologist, the Unitarian. I should have a word for each one of them. Okay. Here we go. However, this is not true with a divisive person. He acts contrary to the teachings of God and Christ. See, see, but that's a lot of, that's us. He said there's many teachers. But if you're not actually adhering to what he said, then guess what that makes you? Contrary to the word. Most of the teachers, we just don't know what the word is. Because we've been playing church and we've been doing, you know, uh, rituals and we've been doing, you know, all kind of religious things and, you know, tradition and all those type of things instead of the actual word. Okay. However, this is not true with a divisive person. He acts contrary to the teachings of God, of Christ. He opposes God's lordship. He opposes, he opposes his doctrine of Christ. He opposes the doctrine of salvation. I told you, when you see that Christ, that's salvation, the same thing. He acts contrary to the teaching of God and Christ. He opposes the love of believers. The mission of reaching the world with the gospel, the glorious news of the glorious good news and of life of Christ, life that is both abundant and eternal. Isn't that something? Both abundant and eternal. Avoid them of the terrible devastation that a divisive person can do to the strength of the church. The detrimental to the strength and the forward motion of the church. 
You know why? Because teaching, I got to come back and clean up. And that takes away the forward momentum of us going forward. We're not a church if we're divided in here. We're not a church if we're not linked up in here. Most places, they, you got people just sitting here. They don't, they don't like each other. And why she got to scream and why she doing that over there. See, see that's the, you're allowing the enemy now to, see, now you're acting in uh, what the word says. Now you know no man after the flesh. Now you're looking at them in a carnal way. Now you're planting seeds of carnality. And it's going to have an outcome on you in your heart. You're not even guarding that person's heart. Okay, here we go. Oh, we don't do it. The word avoid means to shun, to turn away from, to keep away from, to remove oneself from, get away from them and have absolutely nothing to do with them. This is what the word of God is saying. Mark the divisive person. The word mark means to keep one's eye on. Mm-hmm. Now, mark them too that's doing good. Watch the ones that are doing good. If you got a bad marriage, watch teaching I. They'll help you. You have a fruitful marriage. Ooh, an everlasting marriage. Okay. So that's mark them too. See, most of the time we think marking is bad. Mark them. So mark them that do good too. Amen. Mark, Mark, Dr. Caroline, she's, she's, she's older than me, and she's faithful. But see, no, you're seeing other things. No, she's committed. Hey, Dr. Caroline. Amen. She got more energy, more strength, more endurance. Okay, man. Woo. Come on now. Bible says, give honor to where honor is due. Mark that. Oh, man. Ooh. It means to keep one's eye on, to look at, to observe, to focus upon. Oh. To contemplate. To scrutinize. Mm-mm-mm. It is the divisive person himself who is to be avoided and turned away from, not just his sin. God is not playing with that. Make sure that's not found amongst any of us, and we ain't got to worry about it, right? All right. Just know that. See, this, we won't teach these things. We, you just don't get the cash flow going to the pastor. This, when you're telling somebody to live right, and mark them, okay, who is called. This is in the church today. Nobody won't stand up and say nothing. No, 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 no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Here we go. Here we go. Hmm. It is the divisive person himself who is to be avoided, as I told y'all, right? We're not, to get, we're not to have anything to do with a divisive person. A divisive person. Okay, okay. Here we go. For we give the audience an approval of what they're doing. That's what you do. Okay? When you 
go along with them. Yeah. You're giving them an audience and approving of what they're doing. Paul is in the middle of greeting people, and he stops to say this. He's seeing some stuff in the church. For we run the risk of being influenced and stumbling over what he says and does. Go to Matthew. Come on, let's do it quickly. My time is dwindling and down. I need nowhere near where I need to be. Go to Matthew 18. Seven. And it so reads, Woe to the world for such temptations to sin and influences to do wrong. Mm -hmm. It is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the person on whose account or by whom the temptation comes. My goodness. I like the complete Jewish. It says, Woe to the world because of snares. For there must be snares, but woe to the person who sets the snare. See, to really teach on false teaching, false praying, you shouldn't go anywhere outside of the word of God. You shouldn't have to go nowhere. I got tons of scripture. Here we go. I, okay, let's go here. Go to Mark 9, 42. Mark chapter 9. You got complete Jewish too? I do. Set that up for a minute. Sure thing. It so reads, whoever ensnares one of these little ones. Immature, newcomers. Who trust me. It would be better for him to have a millstone hung around his neck and be thrown into the sea. Okay. See, that's that immature one. You got to be careful when you say little ones. He's not just talking about the kids. He's talking about the immature Christian who just got in. All right. So, and then you got people who are veterans at this, at snares, and they look for the new person. Mm. And bring them over in the corner. <laughs> they feed on that immature person. That's why you need to get strong and mature. All right. All right. Okay. Let's keep this thing moving. I can't go anywhere else. A divisive person, a divisive person does not serve Christ, but his own desires. When you read that scripture and it said, and the word belly means the stomach and its physical appetites. A divisive person is, is gripped by self-desires, based uh, ambitions, uh, uh, personal urges, physical appetites, mm -mm. waiting or wanting his own way, getting what he wants. Divisive person. Scripture clearly says that a divisive person does not serve Christ. Yet they're here in the church. Mm-hmm. Yet they're sitting close to us. They call themselves Christians. But their Lord is not salvation. They are not committed to his honor and glory and mission but to themselves, to getting and doing what they want. See that? Not what the pastor or the teacher said. 
Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this before. The advice of person is still giving uh, or given under to the things of his carnal senses and secular world. Okay, oh, just go to Philippians, quick. Teacher, what you want me to do next week? You, you want to do it? You want me to continue? Oh, you be? Okay. Well, that, that's answered already then. <laughs> I can do this thing. Not good if she can be out of town. Let's catch it later. Philippians 3, uh, 18 and 19, quickly. Yeah, sure. So reads, for many, I have told you about them often before, and even now I say it with tears, live as enemies of the Messiah's execution stake. Mm. They are headed for destruction. Their God is the belly. There you go. They are proud of what they ought to be ashamed of mm. since they are concerned about the things of the world. My goodness. Okay. See, this is how you spot. This is how you start to spot false teachers and false prophets. The big ones. We didn't amplify because I think, I think it's going to go in and hit this real good right here. See, you can't have the amalgamation. You can't mix the world in with the church. Amen. Go ahead. In the Amplified, it says, for there are many mm. of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears who walk, who live as enemies of the cross of Christ, the anointed one. Who walk and live as the enemy of the cross in Christ in church. Well, how do you do that? Because of the doctrine. The liberate twisting of the word of God. Yeah. And you sit there, have not discerned anything. You're going to be accountable. A divisive person, use, listen, uses talk and flattering words to deceive. He uses smooth persuasions and plausible words to lead people to take sides with him. He talks and acts godly. And he shows interest and concerns for those whom he wants to conceive or, or convince or devour. But note this. The scripture says the motive of the divisive person is to deceive. He wants others to think as he thinks. To believe as he believes. To walk as he walks, to live as he lives, to follow as he follows, to talk as he talks. See, but you don't know what he's saying because you ain't been in the word. So now you can be easily persuaded with the flatteries on my lips and my persuasion. And I call it word of faith or prosperity, gospel. And you don't even know that you're the frog in the pot. Mm -mm -mm. 
See, this is why you have to be careful of what you teach. You have to be careful how you instruct God's people. And I'm not going to teach you and do anything that has a pagan orientation and call it God. All right. Got a lot of that going on. Because you know why? Because we get fixated on big names. Big ministry. We get fixated on that. Now you follow a man. Guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to be let down by man. I mean, just think about it. There's certain things. Y'all, I, I just need us to really be. I, I didn't even get to the sheep and the wolf yet. God, talk, but. Humble, I mean, teacher, I'm sorry. See how she has to correct me. I'm sorry, we rate that out there. Because it's just, it's my affection, you know. Y'all know. Unprofessional of me. Dad, pastor. I'm sorry, y'all forgive me. All right, okay. Allow me to slip up. It's just, you know, when you see your wife, man, and it's that affection. But I should see that when I see you too. I should be, man, this is the body of Christ. How you doing, Jess? Oh, man. Y'all supposed, we don't know how to, come on, y'all. Don't you made my day. You know that? You made my day. I made my day. Seth, you made my day, too. I'm trying to tell you right now. See, we just want to be real with people. And when you, when you actually really walk in love, you, you don't mind sharing it. Because my love still ain't complete until it's shared. Oh. That's called Ray Kim. I want my love, Ray Kim. God's love is not complete until he's shared. God so loved the world that he. Okay. Oh. Okay, here we go. Uh, Teacher said, as we close. <laughs> She said, as we close. Okay, you, you're right. She said, man. And I'm going to be obedient. Even though yesterday, I told y'all it was going to come back, didn't it? Oh, we whooping the world. We here all day. What the? I'm going to keep to it. I'm going to finish exactly on time. I'm going to keep to it. I got to lead and be the example. I got to leave and be the example. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to end here. And, and this last part, this is about the strong church. Now, hold on. <laughs> Mark what is good and untainted with evil. A strong church, such as the Roman church, must constantly be marking and focusing upon what is good and untainted with evil. If a strong church fails to know and do good, it will be permanent or it will be penetrated with evil. See how see how you have to do something? As well. You can't let you can't have no attitude in here. Because now you, you're going you to try to spoil the whole unity of what we're doing. That's right. Amen. You ain't got to be nice to no demon. But I need to be nice to you. Amen. 
Are y'all growing? Yes. The Bible said you're supposed to be growing in righteousness. Amen. Well, then you need to be taught some things so you can grow in righteousness. Amen. Amen. All right. We're we going to get here. I'm in here. Ooh, next week going to be good, too. Okay, here we go. All right. We're going to get into it, hopefully, that time. Get into the. You want a preview? I can do that now. I like that. I like that. Come on. Come on. We're going to do it. I'll do a preview. I'll do a preview for it. <laughs> a strong church fails to know and do good. It will be penetrated by evil, divisiveness. It, uh, and it will become a weak church. See that? Therefore, a strong church must always, with the utmost diligence, be looking for what is good and untainted with evil. Three reasons, three reasons <laughs> are given for this charge. A strong church, such as the Roman church, is obedient all to the Lord Yeshua. I'm going to say that one more time. A strong church such as the Roman church, is obedient to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the very reason for its strength. Do y'all hear that? The very reason for its strength was its obedience. <laughs> A strong church has to have obedience to Christ. See, not to man, but to Christ. If you are to Christ, you will be to man. Okay? This is the very reason for the strength. The church has been obedient to the Lord, doing exactly as he commands. The believer have been, uh, they have been uh, living soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Have you been living soberly? righteously but then you can't be practicing sin you can't have another god before him you need to walk in love you need to have some patience <laughs> that was always the thing with people you need to have some patience let it have its perfect work mm-hmm mm-hmm okay all right so oh she put the glass she should be loud in the spirit. Y'all hear? Did y'all hear that? I heard that. She said, she said. Yeah. I heard that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to peace in my home. I got to lead by example. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. I'm already in. It's 126. I got four minutes. Okay, all right, all right, okay, hold on. Just one second, okay? Okay, Minister, is that okay? If it's all right with you, I know it's okay. Okay. And I was going to talk about Satan. <laughs> Don't y'all, I like talking about that thing. Let him know I know what you're doing.
Y'all know what? Satan never comes as Satan. <laughs> he never comes as Satan. He never comes as Satan. He comes as a minister of light. He never comes as Satan. He never comes, guess what? As sin either. He never comes as sin. He never comes as sin. That's a preview. <laughs> That's a preview. <laughs> no, I got to stick to the script here, she said. Anyway, so, anyway, this is hard for me. This is real hard for me because I want to. I want to crack that egg open. I want to keep going. <laughs> I want to start cooking. I'm ready to cook. I want to cook. Oh, man. But that's all right. So um, another thing. I need us to, uh, here you go, sir. Another thing is, I'm getting on these false prophets and false teachers. Um, we are to... I don't know what happened there. We are got to be careful what comes to you. You have to be careful what comes to you. Your discernment in these days that we're living in need to really be on point. And if it's not there, you need to sharpen it. And how do I do that? First, get in his presence. Be baptized in the spirit. All right, this warfare... It's serious. It's nothing to play with. And he's not playing with you. But he has disguised himself. And you need to be able to see the masquerade. And these are the works of the flesh. That's where he gets you. Got that teaching yesterday. All the teachings that, we, that I, I've watched now with a discerning I and spirit, and I'm listening for the twisting. It's very subtle. It's so subtle that it sounds just like the word. And what happens is we can't detach from the personality or the origin of how people start their ministries and who they're under and all these types of things tell you who they are i mean you know i'm just saying this y'all can because anybody I talk about I'm, i pray about it. i ain't got the nothing that i'm afraid of or nothing like that but you know y'all y'all know td jakes right yeah oh they were like don't come for td don't come for td i'll come for anyone who's not teaching the word If he's in error, or if I'm in error, I need to make sure I'm not in error. Okay. I'm just saying, we, we get caught up on all kind of things. I mean, just the title alone, instinct. What do you attach instinct with? Hmm. <laughs> right? You're natural. You don't, <laughs> carnal. Oh, that's the name of, okay. I'm just saying, I want to be 
careful who I. Okay. Oprah Winfrey is playing what in an upcoming Disney movie? A witch. A what? A witch. Okay. I'm just saying, right? I, hey, I'm saying, that's what she's playing. That I called it. That. Do y'all know, do you know, see, don't get caught up in the personality. See, and that's what we do. We get caught up in her status or who she is, that you don't see what she's doing, Ellen DeGeneres is doing, and any, anybody else who proclaims to be. So if I'm going to be, how can I, I, I got to mention, how can she call me and say, hey, let me bring my show to your church. TD. And then on the show that he's in, you don't hear Holy Spirit said or mentioned. I'm just saying, if I got a show, I don't care if it's about football, you're going to hear God. You can hear Jesus, and I'm going to try not to speak in tongue, but you might hear that. So, see, this is what I'm saying. When you're a friend of the world, he said you are what? An enemy of mine. Is she, what does she represent? See, but we, does that make, does that make it right? Could he teach wrong doctrine? Can he? Just like I could. Just like you could. Doesn't make it right because of his. No. I mean, y'all for real? Y'all just, 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 just do your, just do your research. What you need to do is study the word. Don't go outside. Go to study the word. Then I, when you build up, you're able to discern what's what. Nowhere in the Bible is there life coach. Have you seen life coach in the Bible? See, you got to be careful when you get mixing the world amalgamation into the church and call it faith. I mean, we, we got to stop playing with this thing. That's what we do. We compromise. Because where he's on TV and he's got 40 books and all is that meant if you're teaching the wrong thing and leading the people wrong. Once I get the speck out of my eye, I can judge righteously. Right? Yes. Not condemning. Righteous. I want them saved. I want all the people that he got influenced. I want them saved. But you should be able to identify what is real doctrine. And you need to know what is a manipulation of scripture. See, what it is, it's a lot of words. But then you have to live a certain way for that word to be fulfilled. That's why you just can't be a hero only. Then we dance and tiptoe around LGBT and homosexuality. We, we tiptoe and around that. That's what I'm saying. Sin is sin. See, but we want to be accepted by the media, the world, instead of standing for what is right. Because you know if he say I'm against it, you know what's going to happen. See, but we won't do that. See, you can't be ashamed of the gospel. Amen. He said, if you're ashamed what, what, before me, I, my father will be ashamed before you. So this is what we can't do. Come on up. Keep going. I'm, bang. 
So this is, this is the things that I'm trying to teach and make sure that we stay on the right path. Amen. That pastor's not teaching some heresy or anything. See, first, must look at myself. Yeah. And what are we teaching? Yeah. I want to make sure that we stay on track. Yeah. That means I need to stay in the word. Amen. Everybody that's teaching, see, it's a lot of... Eastern mysticism. It's a lot of self-help. And that's not what the Bible is about. It's about the greatest love story. Oh, I got something for you next week when I get to that door and open it up for you. So we can live right. Amen, <laughs> Amen teacher. Oh, I'm done. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a hand clap of praise? For the word of God, definitely that's going to change our life. Amen. I am, we are very excited that God has just, just allowed us the opportunity in our lifetime to possess his word and handle it and help impart it into the people's lives. We, um, Pastor and I, are extremely excited. We, this is why we're so excited about the word, because we're excited about your life. We're excited about you living a, a sound Amen. life, a fulfilling life, a life with a purpose. purpose. Amen. Um, we love the word. We, it's, it's our food for real. You, you, you guys don't even know. It's, a, it's our food. Um, I always like to get you guys to pose a question to yourself is that what was Holy Spirit saying to me today in his word what was he saying to me what what does he want me to walk away with you know I may have taken some notes I got excited words sound good um, went all the way through me <laughs> <laughs> but did it find a resting place in you to put it in your life it has to find a resting place. See, that by itself just, I could describe the word. You allow the word to find a place, a permanent place to live inside of you. The word, um, was it the divisive? Divisive. 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 If you don't walk away with anything else when it comes to the word divisive, because this is what has happened in many marriages, and the enemy is preparing to use this for those who, whenever they do get married Inspire. too. Divisive, a divisive person. And you can sit back and now observe. You should go and observe your marriage your your relationship and see if you are that divisive person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if you don't find somewhere to put the word so it can rest in your life it doesn't become a part of you it has no place to grow it's trying to find a a heart, a spirit to receive it so it can grow. Amen. 
Ask yourself, am I a divisive person? Because a divisive person is a person, Pastor, that causes disagreement. If you're still experiencing disagreement in your marriage. Or your relationship. Your relationship. Someone or both are divisive individuals. Because they cause disagreement. They cause hostility. And you guys know I'm a word person. Hostility. It causes Dalton. You to be disapproving of your spouse. I can't approve of you as my wife. I don't see. I can't even acknowledge you as my husband because. I'm hostile towards you. I'm divisive. Anywhere there's disagreement, it is no unity. If you are, see, leave today asking, am I that divisive person that's causing disagreement? I'm just approving. I'm hostile. I oppose you. He said, this is what the flesh does. It, it opposes the spirit. And the spirit opposes the flesh. Minister Brown, it says, it set itself against the other individual. I stand against. Because if I'm not one, I'm against. You're separate. You're separate. I'm separate. And when you're separate, you don't see the same. You don't understand the same. This is why my husband and I, we see the same. There is no disagreement. So this is why it's always peace in our home. Because, Terrence, we see and understand the same. We speak the same language. Pastor, can you just come here? 